At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. What's going on, everybody? Thanks for hanging out with us here on My Guys in the Desert. Stormy Bonantoni with you for the next hour, live from Las Vegas at our VEASAN studio here at Circus Sportsbook. And we have a fun one for you today because not only are we talking NFL, college football, but we've also got NBA, MLB postseason. It's a lot of fun. And uh, we'll be joined in just a few moments by uh, one of our favorite guests, Johnny Avello, who joins us every single Tuesday. But I just can't get over how excited I am. It's like, thank you, little eight pounds, six pounds. Newborn infant Jesus. Ain't even said a word yet. We're talking all these sports. We're not talking NASCAR today. So I'll I'll put my Talladega Knights references away. Let's jump into the top five stories you need to know. Things that affect us as better. Starting with Monday Night Football last night. And it was a wild one. If you were a Bills backer like me, you were not thrilled. Uh, minus six favorites at the Tennessee Titans. They lose straight up 34-31. Fourth down attempt late comes up short. Total 53 and a half soars over. Seven lead changes in this game, tied for the most ever on a Monday night football game. And only two people picked the Bills in their in their Survivor contest this week, week at Circa, which shocked me. More people, 10 people, didn't even submit a pick. So come on, guys. Derrick Henry, though, if that game taught us anything, he is still a freak. 143 yards, three touchdowns, reached 21.8 miles per hour on that long touchdown run. Fastest ball carrier of the year. Titans plus four and a half against the Chiefs this coming week. And the Bills have a bye. There were some big injuries, though, that come out of that. An MRI confirmed that Titans corner Caleb Farley, first-round pick. His season is over with a torn ACL. And as for left tackle Taylor Lewan, he was carted off of the field, uh, looked at for a concussion, tweeted, I'm all right, earlier today. So just wish him the best. Number two on our list, more injury news. Browns quarterback Baker Mayfield talked to reporters earlier today, said that he plans to play Thursday night football in a couple days. Said after his MRI, the shoulder is not the same now as it was entering Sunday's game. So in other words, the MRI revealed that it's worse. We get it. So an already injured shoulder, having torn his labrum week two. He feels, though, that he can help not hinder his team this week. He said if he thought he would hinder them, he would not play. Browns minus three and a half, hosting the Broncos. On Thursday night football, Nick Chubb confirmed out, Kareem Hunt out for the foreseeable future, and you expect Dearness Johnson now to shoulder thoroughly load against Denver. Number three, the Green Monster is a staple at Fenway, but they have some monsters of their own in that Red Sox lineup. Big win in game three for the Red Sox against the Astros. 12-3, bouncing back from the game one loss. They now take a 2-1 series lead in the ALCS. Total of nine runs went way over. 
went over, in fact, in the top of the fourth inning. One of the most bet props of the night on DraftKings was under Kyle Schwarber half a home run. Should have taken the over, my friends. Grand slam in the bottom of two to give the Sox a 6-0 lead. Third grand slam for the Sox in this series. Game four tonight at five. Red Sox minus 125 favorites. Total set at 10. Pavetta and Greinke on the mound. First pitch for the Braves and Dodgers is going to get going here in just a, a few minutes on TBS. So um, Braves lead the series now two games to none with back-to-back walk-off wins. They're plus 155 on the money line today. Dodgers minus 180. Total set at seven and a half. Updated series price. Braves minus 190. Side note, also in the MLB, the Yankees re-signed Aaron Boone to a three-year deal. Said that one just so that uh, one of our guys back there would get a little bit angry. It's okay. We love you, John. Number four, the soap opera that is Ben Simmons and the 76ers continues today. They dropped a new episode titled, He's Back, But He's Still the Worst. So apparently, Ben Simmons got thrown out of practice today from head coach Doc Rivers. Um, then he was suspended for Philadelphia's season opening game tomorrow against New Orleans. 76ers were favored by four and a half. We're seeing it at three and a half now. So keep an eye on that number if it continues to drop. It's weird, though. Simmons... You know, wasn't expected to be with the team at all. All offseason wasn't working out with them. Nobody ever actually confirmed that he would play this week to begin with. Uh, you know, do you, betting market? Do you? Number five, the good news about the NBA drama is that the NBA season is back. And we've got two games on tap tonight. Nets at the Bucks, the defending champs, minus one and a half point favorites at DraftKings. Total 234, even without Kyrie Irving there for the Nets, dealing with his vaccination issues, as well as the Warriors at Lakers. Lakers favored by three and a half tonight. Total 226. A fun double header in the MLB to get things started. And for more on our NBA season start, time to bring in Johnny Avello, director of sportsbook operations over at DraftKings. Johnny, we literally crowned the 2020, uh, we ha- crowned the Lakers champions a year and a week ago in 2020. We've had an entire NBA season since, and now we're about to start another one. How crazy is this? Yeah, you know, that one started pretty late, and this one's starting on time. So, uh, you know, COVID kind of pushed us around a little bit, Stormy, and now we're back to normal. Um, You know, we're back to playing full slate. Uh, Nothing's changed as far as our future book's concerned. Uh, The Lakers are still grabbing more money than anybody else in the future book, and the Nets are not far behind. So... Uh, maybe things, the way the games are played and when they played uh, have changed over the last couple of years, but the the betters are still on the same teams. Yeah, I was going to say, you don't sound surprised whatsoever because when I was looking at the betting splits, I was like, okay, yeah, Nets still the favorites, all right, but look at all the money going to the Lakers. You guys are taking a lot in on L.A. already. Yeah, you know, that's just not unusual. That's just, uh, that's the way it's been for us for the last few years. So, um yeah, no surprises whatsoever. Well, the- uh, I guess maybe if there's anybody in there that could be a little bit of surprise, the Suns, uh, you know, are the third team, followed by the Bulls. Those two have not been in our mix, uh, you know, in the last couple of years. Suns towards the end of the year last year, but uh, not during, not at the beginning of the season. I would like to follow up on that with the Bulls because I was looking at the betting splits for the Eastern and Western Conference over at DraftKings. And, you know, you're looking at the list. You're like, okay, seems pretty standard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, 62% of the handle and 64% of bets for the East are calling the Bulls at 28 to 1? Where did that come from? Well, I think that people are, first of all, there's a lot of chatter out there about the Bulls having a good year. People are talking about betting over their wins. Uh, they got a good chance to win the, the East, oh, you know, Chatters out there. So people are seeing the price and they're they're not going to bet the Nets at even money, although they there's money there too. I shouldn't say that. There is money there also. But I think this is all about the price. Um, but when it's all said and done, if the Bulls don't have a good start to the season, then you'll see uh, more money piled back on the Nets. Or maybe pick up one of those other teams like the, the 76ers, the Bucks, or the Heat. Hey, well, you brought up the 76ers, and obviously the big news of the day is Ben Simmons suspended for game one after causing a little bit of controversy at practice today with Doc Rivers. Like, I feel like this saga is just never ending with the 76ers. What kind of outlook do you see for him and for the team this year? I think the team has enough quality players to be competitive, but you certainly do not want 
a story like this hanging over your team all year long. I thought Simmons would be gone by now, as well as I think everybody else did too. Um, so I think it's, you know, got to resolve this one way or another uh, and play basketball. Yeah, and that line, it looks like for tomorrow night, adjusted down to three and a half. Do you think the public will continue to react on this game? I... Well, that game, we actually opened that up a little bit higher, Stormy. We opened to one and a half. We're up to three and a half. Uh, and there is, you know, there is a bias with DraftKings on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that Jersey, Philly, Pennsylvania area, we write a lot of money in that area. So uh, I tend to think that, the, you know, that group back there is going to stay heavy on the Sixers. Uh, you know, although New Orleans is predicted to have a much better year this year, I, you know, I still think the Sixers are the better team overall. Yeah, and I can see that in game one, too, especially like looking like without Zion Williamson. Um, for the games tonight, we've got Nets at Bucks, Warriors at Lakers. Who's seeing the most money for the opening night's action? Well, the first game, the Nets-Bucks, we opened that game one and a half bucks. We went all the way to Nets one and a half, and now we're back to Bucks one and a half. So... As far as the action is concerned, it's robust, and we've got great two-way action. Mm-hmm. The problem is you never want to have those numbers exposed, one one way and one the other. But we got pushed that way over the last 48 hours or so. Uh, so that both games are going to write a lot of money. The same with the Warriors-Lakers. It's the second of the two. Great matchup again. Two well-known teams, 7-10 on the West Coast. 10-10 on the East Coast, so uh, that's a late start for the people back there. But the, they're going to stay up. They're going to bet it. They're going to bet the first half. They're going to bet the end game. I expect that to be uh, one of the probably the bigger of the two rights because of where it's positioned being late. But uh, both games are tremendous matchups to start off the season. Yeah, schedule makers did a good job. Should be fun night one for sure. And the NFL, it looks like you guys at least got a, a pretty good win last night with the Bills uh, not being able to cover that six. Looking ahead to week seven, there's some pretty lopsided games on the schedule. Are people shying away from the bigger numbers with the Rams or with the Cardinals, or are they getting in? Uh, they're jumped in a little bit, but it's early. I, I Here's the way I think these games are going to get played. They're going to take uh, the, the big three favorites, the Rams, the uh, Tampa Bay Bucks and the Cardinals, and they're going to they're going to bet them big on the money line. I'm talking six figure plus money line parlays. That's the way those games are going to get bet. And then they're also going to look at those games and see where they can uh, parlay them with alternate lines to get them down below key numbers. They're going to want to get the Cardinals down to ten or less. They're going to want to get the Bucks down to seven or six and a half if possible. And they certainly want to get to the Rams game seven or under. So I think that's the way it'll get back. Great stuff, Johnny, as always. Thank you so much. Have a great rest of your day, okay? Okay, thanks, Stormy. You also. Thank you. Excellent insight, as always, from Johnny Avello of DraftKings. And while we're on the NBA, make sure you get ready for the NBA season the right way with the VSIN basketball betting experts. Grab your copy of the VSIN Pro Basketball Betting Guide now with strategies, predictions, and best bets to stay ahead of the odds makers. Our hoop experts, including JVT, provide strategy and advice, as well as predictions for conference winners, win totals, playoff teams, and player awards. Only $9.99 at vsin.com. Subscribe. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... (laughs) 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. You're listening to My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back in, everybody. This segment of My Guys in the Desert presented by Zinn Nicotine Pouches. Zinn is working to create a world where you can enjoy life on your own terms. Zinn Nicotine Pouches are a smoke-free, spit-free, and hassle-free tobacco alternative. They can be enjoyed on the go anywhere and anytime, so you never miss a minute of the game or tailgate party. Available in 10 different varieties, including spearmint, coffee, and citrus. Zinn can be found at convenience stores nationwide. So you can find your Zinn wherever you are. Zinn's nicotine pouches are clean and discreet with no lingering smell. Plus, it's easy to use indoors or out, making it the perfect complement to your everyday. Also, Zinn comes in two strengths, so you have control over your nicotine satisfaction. Zinn contains nicotine is only for adult nicotine consumers 21+. plus. Learn more and find your local retailer at Zinn.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Stormy Tony with you on My Guys in the Desert, live from Las Vegas at Circus Sportsbook. And it's Hot Take Tuesday! So my producer, Steph, has come up with a couple of hot takes, and I'm supposed to rate how hot they are. So first one she's got here for us, Patrick Mahomes has no shot of winning MVP this season. I'm going to call that medium buffalo wings hot. You know what I'm saying? Like if you get too much in your nostrils, it becomes uncomfortable. Medium. Like he's 18 to 1 here um, to win MVP, so he's definitely become a much longer shot, but no shot? I don't know if I agree with that. Still very capable of being the guy we've all seen and thought he would be. Their losses this year are to teams that have been good, Ravens, Chargers, and Bills. A lot of season left. He leads the league in touchdown passes with 18. The turnovers, I think, will clean themselves up. I don't know. We shall see. The next one here, the Giants will not win another game in the regular season. Getting hotter, staff. That's a vibe. Okay, Giants are 1-5 so far this season. Not a good start to the year. Sadly, it does appear to be getting worse. Uh, terrible offense, terrible defense, offense plagued with injuries. Uh, Daniel Jones was the bright spot for this team, and then even he got lit up for three picks and a lost fumble against the Rams. I do like their under four and a half wins this year, but uh, yeah, there, there's opportunity in such a brutal division to get another couple wins. Sorry. Speaking of the Rams, though, next one here. The Rams will not lose another game this regular season. Super hot fire. Bring in the flames. There we go. I love this. These graphics are incredible. As good as they are, I'm sorry. I wholeheartedly disagree. Uh, five and one through six games, yes. 11 to go. Their next three, Detroit at Houston, Tennessee. They'll probably beat San Francisco, but you do have to face them twice. At Lambeau's always dangerous. They've got Arizona and Seattle coming up with Wilson back at that point in the season. And the Ravens, they're not winning out. Sorry. Current win total, 12 and a half, though. I could see them winning between 12 and 14. They're just not going to win out. To continue our NFL conversation, time to bring in DraftKings analyst Reed Fowler. Okay, what do you think, Reed, about those comparables? We'll, we'll do both of them. What do you think is more likely, the Giants to lose out or the Rams to win out? I mean, the Giants, I think they're their best chance of winning a game. Because that one, I was just looking at their schedule. Maybe it's the final game, the Washington football team, and it's, you know, the, that extra game that they, for whatever reason, find the strength. And if they can all of their pass catchers are always, always injured, right? Evan Ingram is always out. Sterling Shepard is always dealing with things. Tavarius Tony was a bright spot, and then he went down with an ankle injury, yeah. right? Saquon can't get healthy, so this one's tough, and the defense isn't really helping out either. Blake Martinez is out for the entire year. The Patrick Mahomes one, I think that one is, I think that's actually the, the most accurate in my opinion, right? Because mm -hmm. 
you have Kyler Murray, you have Lamar Jackson, you have uh, even Matt Stafford, right? The best player mm-hmm. that they well, the best quarterback on the best team usually wins this award. So that one actually, I believe Steph when she puts that one out, but the Giants one, I think they win one more. Okay. Okay. Yeah. See, I think so too. I'm with you. Steph just, she likes to mess with our minds here on the program. What she does. Um, let's continue on with the Giants, though, because this week, I mean, you already made a you made a case for me to not want to bet them. So let's see what we'll do here. Uh, this week, three point home dogs against Carolina. I personally wouldn't touch that three, but I mean, I could see this as maybe like a teasable option. What do you think? Yeah, absolutely. Um, the Giants look I, like like we mentioned, right? I, they're getting it's this is more of an indictment, Stormy, on the Panthers. Um, <laughs> I think we we saw them you know, come out of the gates pretty hot, but their their opponents, right, were, were not good. It's kind of like how Seattle's, Seattle's defense towards the end of last season, they didn't really play any offenses to really garner that good defense moniker that they got. Same with Carolina, right? They didn't really have any opponents. So the Giants, if you tease them up, you can tease them up right now to nine on the DK Sportsbook. I like that as one half or maybe one third stormy of a six-point teaser. I, I just... A lot of what the Giants did was a lot of turnovers, mm-hmm. and that's why, look, and they're struggling. We just talked about it. They're struggling on offense to stay healthy, but I think this is more of an indictment on the Panthers. Sam Darnold maybe seeing more ghosts than usual this time of the year. I know it's Halloween. I know it's October, but I like the Giants teasing them up to nine points in one half of a teaser. Yeah, Sam Darnold, for me, has just been so disappointing because he had the strong start. They were 3-0 and to get the year going, and then he's definitely reverted back to the Sam Darnold of the Jets era. Um, so who would maybe your other leg be if you were doing a two-team teaser? Yeah, it's either the Ravens. This, this number is fluctuating between 6.5 and, and 6. You can get them at a pick uh, over the Cincinnati Bengals, and the Bengals are getting a lot of uh, good publicity right now. That they're, they're a team that you have to reckon with in this division. Joe Mixon's a little banged up, but Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase, right? I, I guess the guy can catch the ball. I guess the drops aren't really... Uh, worrying Jamar Chase and people who have in season-long fantasy or big open DFS. But I think the Ravens right now, this is kind of a like a back and forth. I think the Ravens got a little disrespect towards the middle of this uh, this first, you know, first third or first quarter of the season. You can get them out of pick them right now. I think that number when you when you tease them down, it's just it's just undervalued. I think the Ravens are a much better team. I know this defense on the Baltimore side is giving up a lot of points and a lot of passing yards. But I don't necessarily trust Cincinnati against a guy like Lamar Jackson. So the Baltimore Ravens, you can get them by that minus a half a point just to win or pick them. I saw on your Twitter that one of the bets that you really liked last week was the Chargers. And I was on it, too, and they dogged us. So how much of your view of the Ravens right now is based on what you saw against the Chargers last week? Uh, not as much, okay. right? Because the defense too, look, the defense only gave up what six points to the chargers. And that was very surprising because the week previous on our short week, they gave up a lot to Carson Wentz, who's not Justin Herbert, right? And you know, Mike Williams was banged up. Austin Eckler didn't do much. And so I think this was a lot of John Harbaugh, what he does with the rest disadvantage. I think he was coming into that like an 18 to like 11 or 11 to three, some, some weird, like very heavily weighted stat towards the Ravens and Harbaugh on a rest disadvantage against the spread. Of course, they smashed the spread when they beat them by double digits. It's less about that. It's more about the market and mm-hmm. what people think about the Ravens right now that, man, this defense is not great. Lamar has to do it all by himself. The running backs are all injured. It's less about it's less about what I saw last week, more about what a guy like Lamar can do to, uh, against this defense. I know this defense is strong against the run, but Lamar is a different animal and he's passing a lot better. So it's more of the totality as opposed to just last week. No, I, I love that thought process. Very interesting. And yeah, Lamar Jackson is a freak of nature. Come on. All right, moving on to uh, another game here. Raiders coming off a big division win. Their first action since the removal of John Gruden, at head coach. Get a win with Rich Basaccia. Looked impressive, but it was against the Broncos. So this <laughs> week, minus three against the Eagles. Yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. And when you take a look at what, you know, what Pasachia did, he's a guy who's really opened up the offense. Um, a lot, like a lot of talented players like Kenyon Drake actually make a difference in that game. It's this is something, too, with Carr. How much of Carr's like, ineptitude as a quarterback was because of what uh, Gruden was was doing or not doing with him? Right. Kind of like let the weight off of his shoulders and look what he does. He absolutely goes against the secondary that we pegged as pretty good in the NFL. Didn't really show that last week in the Broncos. 24 
uh, big time throws for Derek Carr. Seven of those, Stormy, have have, have come across against uh, zone coverage. Big time throws, uh, not as many turnover worthy throws. He's staying in the pocket. I like that. The Eagles run the least amount of man coverage. I think when you have a guy like Henry Ruggs, when you have a guy like Darren Waller, who I think is going to show up here, I really like this at minus three. People in Vegas will certainly like that they can agree with you backing the silver and black this week. And I like Derek Carr, so maybe he just needs to move houses too, because from what I understand, <laughs> he and John Gruden are neighbors. Saints minus five at the Seahawks. Seahawks without Russell Wilson this week as he's still dealing through his surgery on his finger. Um, what kind of outlook do you have on this one? I think a lot of what, if people are backing the Seahawks right now and getting five points, uh, especially at home, a lot of that is because of what you saw in the second half from Geno and the Seahawks. Uh, I just don't buy it. The Seahawks right now, like their defense is bad. Geno looked, looked terrible in that first half. And look, the Saints finally get to be at home for longer than a week, right? I think this is going to work wonders. That buy was been the perfect spot for New Orleans Saints. And talk about a guy who's not throwing turnover-worthy plays in Jameis Winston. I think he gets more and more used to what Sean Payton wants to do. Alvin Kamara gets rest. And the Seattle Seahawks, you can pass or run on this team. We talked about it at the top, right, that this defense didn't really play a lot of good, a lot of good teams last year. And we're seeing that now. So the Saints at five points, you can get it opened at three. You can get it somewhere in between those numbers. I really like it. Okay, I'm going to go through three more games really quick. Just tell me what your lean's going to be, okay? Titans-Chiefs. Uh, I'm going to go the over and with the Titans covering. Okay, Browns-Broncos. Browns. Falcons-Dolphins. I'm going to go Dolphins here. I think that this is a sneaky shootout game too, Stormy. All right, good stuff. Way to go in the rapid fire. Appreciate the time. We'll have to do this again soon, okay? Absolutely. Take care. Great stuff as always. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more NBA. Will Hill joins the program. You won't want to miss it. to my guide to the desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local team, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of city casts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. The Chicago, Detroit, Philadelphia, and Pittsburgh city casts are all up and running. And make sure to check out the LA city cast with Danielle Alvari. Subscribe to your local city cast wherever you get your podcast. And fun fact, you can also listen to all of Vsin's programming on wherever you get your podcast too. So check it out. Why not? I'm Story Bonantoni with you, my guys in the desert. Time for a little like, love, hate MVP edition. So let's throw them up on the board. Some of the players that I just kind of like, you know, I like their odds a little bit. Um, Giannis Antetokounmpo, plus 800. He's consistently improving each year, just led his team to a title. As long as the new additions help Milwaukee remain competitive, I think he'll be in the conversation. Don't like Nikola there to repeat personally. I mean, I like him. He's great. He proved that fundamentals can win, but... Anyways, LeBron James, 36 years old, leader of the AARP Lake Show. But I like, as you'll see in my love category, Anthony Davis there at 25 to 1. Longer odds. On the surface, I know LeBron and Westbrook get all the love, um, and he's kind of the odd man out. But I I don't know. I think that defensively, no one's going to be more important to the Lakers. And if he's healthy, says he feels good, he, he's going to be critical to that team. I like Anthony Davis. I, I mean, I love him, rather. Not in a weird way, but just saying. Luca is everyone in the world's favorite, and he's my favorite, too. Averaged 27.7 points per game last year, eight boards and 8.6 assists. Even without much help, led the Mavericks to the fifth seed in the West. I think this year they could be top four, which boosts his chances. The guy is just unreal. What can I say? The hate category, I'm a hater, so they were in that one to begin with. We don't even need to get there. But somebody that I do not hate that I would put in the love category on VEASAN and in friendship, Will Hill. Time now to welcome in William Hill of Points Red Weekly um, and a VEASAN contributor at Not The Will Hill. But I would argue, Will, that you are the better of the Will Hills because one giveth information and ways to make money while the other just likes to taketh away. How are you? Stormy B, it's all about perspective. I appreciate the kind words. I agree. Hey, I I heard it took a long time for you to get framed up. Are you looking pretty now? Do you feel good about where you are? Pretty might be a stretch, but... (laughs) But I'm on. You can hear me. You can see me. And I, I think that's what we're going to uh, have to settle for here. Hey, don't be mean to my friend, Will Hill. You're beautiful. 
Uh, hey, so speaking of the MVP futures, though, that I, I just threw up my like, love, hate. Um, do you prefer to wait until there's been a more baseline established to get in on the MVP debate? Or are you getting in now? Is there anybody that you like? Uh, I played a little on Anthony Davis. I'm, I'm actually with you there. I think, first of all, you got to look at what team you think is going to be good. It, very rarely, there was the year Westbrook averaged a triple-double. I don't think he deserved it, but he won it. Other than that, it's a one seed or a two seed. So it's usually the best player on the best team. So that really narrows it down. You know, I agree with you. Jokic probably not going to repeat. You know, Lillard, it's going to be hard for that guy to win. It, it's just hard in, unless you're really one of the elite teams. And I think Davis had a bad year last year. He was great in the bubble short turnaround. So I think you're buying low here on Davis. I think he could have a big year. I think he'll come in uh, motivated. You always have to worry about him staying healthy. He seems limping every time you look at him, but uh, a hell of a player, defensive player of the year category uh, candidate. And I think a really good bet at 25 to one. Yeah, that's kind of where I was thinking too. It's like, if he stays healthy, right? That's how all of this works. But at 25 to one, why not try to get in there and see if he does? Obviously, Will, the big news of the day coming in today was Ben Simmons suspended for game one. We we get the good good news. I'll put that in quotations because I'm not sure if it really is. That he's going to actually participate with the team and everything. And then it's already not going well. What do you make of this situation? Well, participate's a word you're using very loosely from what it sounds like. I mean, they told him to go in the drills. He said no. He's got his cell phone in his pocket. It's kind of sad. I mean, somebody's giving him some bad advice. It's really stupid because he really... He's pissing away money. It was an eight and a half million dollar bonus. He's just not going to see that money for not showing up. Uh, he's getting fined for missing this game season spend. That's a million bucks. And look, like you're not helping your trade value. If you want to get traded, this is not the way to go about it. I mean, first of all, I mean, he, he pulled a disappearing act in the playoffs last year. I mean, he, he's 6'10". He was afraid to shoot. He's afraid to dunk the basketball. He's making $35 million a year. And now he doesn't want to play, showing up to practice, refusing to do things. I mean, some of these teams that would be interested, the Kings, the Timberwolves, are you going to look at that and say, all right, yeah, here's here's three first-round picks, here's my best young player, and I'll pay the guy $35 million a year on top of it? I think there's a disconnect between how good he is and how good he thinks he is. This is not going to end well. I mean, he's got to just go back and play and, and build up some goodwill, if not with the Sixers, with the rest of the league, to prove that you know he's worth trading for. This is just uh, a dead end, and somebody's got to get in, uh, in his ear and, and sort of you know have an intervention with him and say, look, dude, this is, this is just not working. This isn't going to work for you. Yeah. It's not helping the Sixers. It's not helping him. It's just, it's not working for anyone. No question. That reputation, it seems, just getting worse and worse. You even got Joel Embiid talking to media today saying, I'm, I'm done with this guy, you know. Um, in terms of the immediate impact, though, they do have a game that they have to play tomorrow against New Orleans. Um, do you have any play in that game? I don't. I played a little on them, plus 800 to miss the playoffs, just because for all of Simmons' flaws, he's a pretty good regular season player, you know, defensive player of the year before. He's you know, made all NBA teams. He's a really good player when he's not in his own head. He, he's got some real strengths. And we know Embiid, uh, you know, he misses five, six weeks, it seems like, every year. So if you have a situation where they can't iron it out with Simmons, let's say Embiid twists whatever and misses five or six weeks, Maury is a progressive thinker. He might say, you know what, this isn't our year. We'll let Embiid sit. We'll let Simmons sit. We'll figure it out next summer. And we'll just take our lumps and get a high draft pick. I don't think that's totally off the table. I don't think it's likely. But at plus 800, uh, I think it's worth a shot. Okay. Got to wait until tomorrow for them to get the season started. But tonight, tipping off with two really fun games, I think. We've got Nets at Bucks, Warriors at Lakers. Where do you stand on these two games? No place for me. I did take the over for the Nets for their season win total. I think both the Nets and the Lakers, you can kind of lump them together. Very rarely do you get these teams that are super teams that have two of the five or six best players in the league, but they also have depth. Usually you're top heavy when you got two guys like Davis, LeBron, Harden, Durant. These teams are deep. I mean, they, you got guys on the Lakers 10-11 uh, deep between Carmelo Anthony, Monk, Westbrook, who I'm not a huge fan of, but I think the regular season will give them some energy. Uh, same thing with the Nets. I think the Nets, not only they have some depth, I like the Mills signing. I think they're going to come in with a chip on their shoulder. They really let that Milwaukee series get away. They were up two games to none. They won the first two games easily. Could have won game three. We're up, game, uh, up three points with a minute left. Let that game get away. Eventually let the series get away with Durant. He's put on the line. I think they look at Milwaukee and say, you know what? They have our trophy. They have our championship. I think they're going to have a, a bit of an edge to them this year. So I, I think the talent plus the edge, I, I like the over for both of those. Yeah, I see. So Lakers over 53 wins, Nets over 56 wins for you. And, and you like the, the futures totals for team totals on a, on a lot of teams. So can you kind of just like lay out what you're liking and why the rest of the way? 
Yeah, I played the Pelicans under 39 and a half. I kind of thought they'd make the playoffs with a healthy Zion. You know, he's got a chance to be a top 10 or 15 player, future MVP candidate. That kind of guy usually gets you the playoffs. Here's a problem. He's not only not playing basketball, he's not even running. So he's a long way away from playing. Uh, the team's kind of an odd fit around him. And if he's not playing, he's not running, when's he going to come back? And what kind of shape is he going to be in when he comes back? He's a guy who struggled with weight issues, struggled with injuries. That's a weird fit. I mean, uh, since David Griffin took over, I mean, hired Van Gundy, he fired Van Gundy. You know, there's already, you know, whispers that Zion's not happy with the staff, the medical staff. Uh, you know, that could be another Anthony Davis situation where he's looking to go somewhere else. So I like the under 39 and a half there. And the Rockets and the Thunder are bad. I played the under. They're, they're bad. They're intentionally bad. They, they pretty much made a mockery at the end of last season, last year. Um, and some of these younger guys, they're very analytically driven. They say, you know what, why chase the eight seed? Might as well just, if we're going to be bad, get as many lottery balls as possible. Um, so I, I think you're going to see a lot of tanking from the Rockets and the Thunder. The Thunder are basically the process with, with better PR. I mean, what they did last year. Al Horford was playing decent. All right, you can leave. Shea Alexander, uh, Gilgis Alexander had a fake injury. These teams are going to lose. They're going to try to lose. And, uh, in the West, it should be tough sledding. What you're saying is fade the Rockets. Fade the Rockets and Thunder. That's all you got to do. Um, when it comes to just the greater scheme of things with these teams this year, I feel like going into a season, we always expect oh, this team's going to be the best. This is going to be good. Who's the most overrated and underrated on your list going into the season? Uh, Clippers, I think, are a little overrated. I, I saw I played their under win total, too, at 45 and a half. I just think we know with Kawhi, he's very cautious when it comes to his health. He had the injury late in the, in the season last year, early in the summer. I don't think you're going to see him before the playoffs. I think he's going to take a very cautious approach. Uh, Preston, the rookie from Ohio, I really like. He's hurt. I think in the West, without... Uh, Kawhi Leonard without Preston, they've got some issues where you know, expecting them to be a high 40s win team, I, I just don't think, I just don't see it with them. So I think they're a little overrated. Um, I could see the Raptors being underrated. They've got a lot of pieces, a lot of young athleticism. Nurse is a hell of a coach. Um, they're, they're a good organization. They're well run. I think they're in the mid 30s for wins. So you can get them at plus money to make the playoffs. I think the Raptors, you know, not competing for a title or a, a conference finals appearance, anything like that, but I think the Raptors. Uh, just are, are a good organization. I like them over. I, I think they've got some interesting young players. Well, it's it's 2 nothing Dodgers. I know you're a big baseball guy. Uh, do you like that or do you not like that as we we got to wrap things up here in a little bit? Don't like it. I have the Braves plus one and a half. I have under first five innings. I'm itching to check my phone here. If it's 2 nothing, that's good because last I saw it was 2 nothing with two men on. So at least, at least Morton got out of the inning. I <laughs> saw there was a 2-1 pitch to Betts. He got squeezed. It should have been a strike. Next thing you know, he walks. Seager hits the ball country mile and it's two nothing with Bueller on the mound. Two runs is a lot, but uh, hopefully we can hold them there and uh, get this one under. I'm with you. I'm on the Bravos as well, by the way. Thanks so much for doing this. Will. appreciate you. Stormy, it was long overdue. I'm happy to come on. Beeson.com slash subscribe. Check out the, uh, the NBA betting guide. Thank you. Yes, definitely. Check out all of Will's stuff as well as JVT's on the NBA betting guide. We'll be back in just a moment. My guys in the desert. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. 
Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You're listening to My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. Download the free OddsTrader.com app to compare betting odds from licensed sports books, access injury reports, in-game action, and much more when you go to OddsTrader.com. Back here, my guys in the desert, live from Las Vegas. I'm Stormy Bonantoni, and it is time to put some respect on it, okay? Because there is a team this week, as I look down the slate, that is getting zero respect, and I don't understand why. So somebody please tell me what the Oklahoma State Cowboys have to do to get a little bit of this respect. Touchdown dogs against Iowa State this weekend, unranked, despite the fact that they that Oklahoma State, mind you, has won eight of the last ten meetings, ranked eighth in the country, and undefeated this year. Yes, the Cyclones have bounced back from a tough early start, but their recent wins are against Kansas, who's terrible, and Kansas State, who tricked everybody the first three weeks of the year. I think it's a close game, sure, but I don't think this is a letdown spot for the boys this week. Take the plus points all day. I like a money line and put some respect on that name. You heard it here first. To continue our college football conversation, though, time now to bring in VEASAN's own Adam Kramer, also of Bleacher Report and the No Punts Allowed podcast. Give him a follow at Kegs and Eggs. Now, listen, I would ask you how you're doing, but I think I I already know, given what the Boilermakers did to Iowa this week. So I just want to ask, are you in head coach speak mode right now? Are we just working about going 1-0 this week, short memory, all that? Uh, no, this is lingering. Like I, I should be beyond this. I should be focused on uh, the next opponent, but that was really bad, like really bad. And as someone who's watched a lot of Iowa, so you could predict this though too, right? If I had non connections to Iowa, looked at the line, Purdue probably being pretty underrated by the way, a part of this, but the optics were not good. I knew Iowa had issues at quarterback. The, the offensive line just being dominated did not help. The defensive line getting no pressure, injuries. I don't want to make excuses uh, to the secondary. Certainly hurt. I think uh, Bell just caught another touchdown and a catch. I mean, that was like a video game. Basically, Iowa playing to like a 15-year-old playing Madden, just not stopping them throwing to one receiver. So if it sounds like I'm a little bitter about it, because I am, but sadly, this there were signs that this was coming for Iowa, whether it was Kent State, or whomever, I just didn't think it would be as bad as this or as quickly as this. Yeah, it's 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 one of those that hurts. You're not mad. You're just disappointed, right? Yes, disappointed <laughs> dad kind of a, a vibe I have with Iowa right now. Okay, well, hey, I don't know if you heard my take about Oklahoma State, but if you did, do you think that I'm right or wrong on it this week as touchdown dog? I don't know what to make of Oklahoma State. We're, what, two months into the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, the resume has, I mean, Baylor's a good win. And I think Texas is a good win, but I kind of lean Iowa State here. Now, we just talked about Iowa. Iowa State had the kind of loss Iowa did to Iowa earlier in the year. That was a grotesque loss where they turned the ball over like 15 times. It was bad. But they've really figured out that they have one of the best running backs in the country over the last few weeks. And my only hesitation with Iowa State, because I would imagine Oklahoma State's going to be a pretty popular pick this week, is, you know, who they've played, right, and validating it. But I, I still think this is. Like I distanced myself from the off-season hype of Iowa State, which was insane, to the fact that I think this is a really good team that's figuring things out and has a pretty good coach. They had a close loss at Baylor. Again, the Iowa game, pretty bad, turnover heavy. I still like this team. I'm, I'm actually inclined to maybe lay the seven here. 
Although I'm going to think this one through and see what this line does over the next few days. All right. Think it over. Get back to me. Need to know one thing. I, I, you know, give credit where credit is due. I wanted to make sure we talked about Kenny Pickett because I, I can't remember the exact number. Maybe it was 41 to one odds or something that you got him. I know it was high, but that bet is looking better and better every single week. Now Pitt has a chance to go on the road to beat Clemson this week, their favorite, something that doesn't happen every day. What are your thoughts on on Clemson, Pittsburgh, and your guy Pickett? Yeah, I snuck in at seventy-five to one, but then I Ooh. mean, and, and then at fifty to one, and what? Now he's got twenty-four touchdowns and one interception. I wrote about this week, you know, at Beeson. I think it's really hard for someone at Pitt to win the Heisman. Um, you know, we saw that with Aaron Donald, who had a pretty compelling case. I know on the defensive side. But still, they've been really good. And, and this game in general, when you look at, when you try to really summarize Clemson's, I don't know if it's a mulligan season or an outlier season or if it's a mulligan at all, and this is just going to be what Clemson is, this point spread speaks volumes. If you would have told me that this would have been the spread back in July, I would have thought you're crazy. Now I really like Pitt in this game. I don't think Clemson's going to figure it out offensively. I think this is who this team is. What they were a 40 plus point favorite over Syracuse last year, and they should have lost that game against Syracuse. That was horrible, horrible clock end of game management by Syracuse. Pitt's offense is really good. They lost to Western Michigan. That feels like an odd result. I, I love what I've seen. And then defensively, the last couple of weeks, they've looked pretty good as well. Pitt, Pitt looks like a tough team right now. I, I like the Panthers in this spot. That's something I've been telling people about Pitt lately. I'm like, if you stopped washing them after that Western game, you're you're missing out because there's something fun going on there. And the thing about the matchup with Clemson, too, is I think despite how rough they've been to watch this year, they still have that name value. So when when you're looking at this game with Pitt, it still seems like it's going to be a tough matchup because of how much credit is just given to the Clemson name in Davos winning. Yeah, you look at the spreads, like, you know, 10 and a half points. Uh, versus NC State, lost. Boston College, big number. Syracuse, big number. Touchdowns is spreads. At some point, like this is who they are. So while I respect a great deal, and you look at the long run that Clemson has been on leading up to this season, it's remarkable. You still only have two losses, kind of hovering around being ranked. But it does feel like maybe, you know, some teams, you just wait for them to figure it out. Like Ohio State may have figured it out. They didn't look good. They lost to Oregon. All of a sudden, the defensive looks better. But we'll see as the competition increases. I think this is just who Clemson is. And maybe people out there don't respect Pitt. I I kind of understand it. But I've watched Pitt. I think this is a really, really bad matchup for Clemson, personally. I I think three in this instance, I'm going to gladly lay that with Pitt. All right. Uh, a big one in the Pac-12 this week as well. Game days headed down to UCLA. They're taking on number 10, Oregon. Oregon, a team which, by the way, I think is just insanely overrated. They're plus two and a half yeah. on the road, or I guess one and a half now on the board that we have up here. What are your thoughts on this game? I think Oregon is a shell of, its, of itself when we saw them against Ohio State. Now, injuries have not helped, right? Really, yeah. really tough injury luck across the board offensively. Defensively, I don't think that's helped them much. But you look at the last couple of weeks, Stanford, you know, a little help from the officiating, but still, that was a close game at Stanford. And then Cal, really, really ugly game that could have gone either way that they wanted. I, I really like UCLA here. People are going to look at the ranking of Oregon. But even the Arizona game, let's go back three weeks. You know, yes, they won by, what, 41 19, but that was a close game. It was 24 19 in the third quarter. Yes. And so this is an Oregon team. I feel like that's just playing with fire and, you know, UCLA actually impressed me last week with Washington. I know that's not the greatest one. I thought it was a really good win on the road. Like UCLA here a lot. All right. We'll see. So from the PAC 12, let's stay West here because a game that caught my eye that was on your list is my alma mater, number 22, San Diego State, 6-0, and albeit barely, uh, facing the Air Force Academy, who is receiving votes at this time in the year. Please don't say anything that's going to hurt my soul, but where are you standing on this? Wait, now we're worried about hurting souls because of <laughs> the whole okay, Iowa thing? Fair. Like, Dang that, it. Uh, no, I, 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 Air Force is good. Like, Air Force is pretty good. San Diego State got some interesting, you know, movement at quarterback, which is something worth monitoring. But when you look at Air Force and you look at the spread, like, I kind of understand it. Lost a, a really, you know, high scoring game against Utah State that was pretty close. 
good win against Boise. San Diego State is one of those teams that no matter what I do, I seem to lose betting on or against. Um, it's going to be that way all year. But I, I, I think Air Force is just simply better. I mean, this is not one I'm going to overanalyze. I think Air Force is simply better, and I like them with the points to, to lay the point to. Well, that's just rude, but uh, it is Sorry. what it is. I got to take it just like just like you took it at the beginning. It's okay. Uh, the number four ranked team in the country, the Alabama Crimson Tide, taking on Tennessee this week. Tennessee had, a, had an interesting uh, game last week. Goodness. But uh, what are your thoughts there? This is, um, if you look at the momentum, Tennessee had heading into last week where that game was, you know, really close to pick them against an Ole Miss team that, that we liked or, you know, that we still do like. This is a pretty sizable market correction. Now it went up to 28, the number down to 25, Alabama. Uh, I wasn't sure what kind of, what version of Alabama would get against Mississippi State if you'd have a hangover at all. And I thought that was one of the cleanest we've seen offensively, more importantly, defensively. I just wonder of how last weekend, which the scene, the, the, the emotion heading into all that, if that plays a role here, like this just feels like it could be really bad for Tennessee. Doesn't oh, it? Like yeah. it just feels like it's going to be a really ugly game, but Tennessee's got some talent yeah. injuries too. That's the one thing. To... I hate the big spreads, but sometimes it'd be like that. Thank you, Adam. Appreciate it. Take care. That's a wrap for today. Rush Hour, Danny Burke coming up, but make sure you check out Adam's article on vcin.com. Rush. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.